Welcome to the Market Beautifully Podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in and get excited because as this episode airs, I am in New York, a city I have never been to before, recording something very, very special for you. So a little background. I'm a small town girl from Arkansas who has barely been out of the state. I know, pretty sad, right? But this week, I'm visiting a business friend, Liz White from the name May, who is on episode 10 of this podcast, and we are recording something for a future event that will be completely free that we are putting on for you. We have some more free surprises up our sleeve too for event attendees, which by the way, this is going to be an online event so you can attend in those super cute yoga pants you just bought. As this episode goes live, we are having a photo shoot on the streets of New York and then a photo shoot indoors for a cool video that is going to blow your mind. I am super excited about all this and cannot wait to give you more details. Until then, just keep doing super cool things and dreaming big. Now, prepare yourself for this episode, okay? I brought Jessica Stansberry on to chat audio, more specifically about Anchor. There are so many cool tactics that we dive into in this episode, and I cannot wait for you to jot down some ideas of how you can use these strategies in your own business so you can dominate your area online. Okay, let's go chat with Jessica together about audio. Hey, Jessica, so glad you're on the show. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. Okay, so I'm so excited you're here. And I just want to start off with first, tell us more about you, your business, and kind of the cool area that you're covering in our lady entrepreneur market. So my name is Jessica Sansbury, and I am the Jessica behind the brand Hey Jessica. And it's actually really interesting because um, as we're recording this, I'm doing some shifting, and I'm actually shifting away from the Hey Jessica brand and more just being Jessica Sansbury and kind of removing that. Yeah. So, so um, tell me about been... that switch. Why did you decide to move towards Jessica Stansberry? Sure. So when I first started in the infopreneur world, uh-huh. um, I was just jessicastansberry.com, but I wasn't well known enough. Like I felt like I always had to explain myself. Like I, I'd meet somebody and it, it felt weird to say my company name was my name because it just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't feel right to me. Um, plus I wanted the ability to like have it like be really fun and, um, you know, invoke those feelings for people. And so I switched to Hey Jessica in August of last year. Um, and then in the last month, I'm just realizing that everybody knows me by my name. Um, and I mean, sure they know Hey Jessica, but they know my name too. And, I really like just being a personal brand and putting it out there. Um, I also like, you know, having my YouTube channel be Jessica Stansberry and all of that be like cohesive in that way. Um, And I kind of just decided to drop the hay. (laughs) So I'm still, I'm still using it, but I'm transitioning out of it and not even, I mean, I'm talking about it obviously, but I'm not making some like big announcement or anything like that. So yeah, no, it's been it's been interesting because as I shift that piece, I'm also shifting um, my focus. So I have always been the tech girl and I will continue to be the tech girl. But as I realized, I don't know, a couple months ago, 
I was like, you know what? It's not tech necessarily that I teach. It's systems. Yeah. Um, because sure, I teach the tech, but but in our world, it's more it's more in line with systems. It's not it's not like what computer you should buy, or you know, my computer crashed. What do I do now? Like okay. that's not what I'm teaching. So um, it's more systems. So I am officially like shifting to marketing and systems strategist instead of just like the tech girl. Um, and it's, it's going really well for me. I focus a lot on video. I focus a lot on audio. It really just, um, it kind of all works together. Yeah. And I love that you covered that space in the market, like the specific tech tutorial about how to use this system. And because so many people need that, you know, there's so many people that, are just getting so frustrated with, okay, how do I make this convert kit newsletter look really pretty? You're like, oh, well, I have a specific guide on how to use CSS to do this. And you even have a whole course on it. But, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's just, I, I love that you're covering that. And immediately when I found your brand, I think I found you probably a year ago. Um, and I was like, I love what she's doing because it's so unique. You kind of took like a unique twist on, on a specific struggle that's in our industry. So love it. For sure. Thank you so much. Yeah, I totally did. I mean, I just, I was wanting to branch out into courses and wanting to branch out and that kind of thing. And that's what people kept coming back to me with was, you're so good at teaching the tech, like you make it so easy. Um, so that's just kind of where I went and I love it. But I'm realizing that I also love marketing and I also love all of these things and have these like distinct ways I teach things. So I'm just kind of broadening the horizon a little bit. Yeah, well, I love it. And you're such a fantastic example of using audio to market in your business. And so I know we're covering Anchor, but I just want to start off first with talking about specific audio. I know this sounds kind of intimidating to a lot of people, especially just podcasting. That sounds like overwhelming to a lot of people. But I want to kind of, I guess, discuss like how important audio is to include in your overall marketing strategy. So how are you specifically using audio in your marketing plan for the new Jessica Stansberry? I don't know if I should say, hey, Jessica, or Jessica Stansberry. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, yeah, so, so and I'm, I know you know this, but just to any listeners out right. there, there, the no love and trust factor is huge. And it is basically all marketing is. So you have to get someone to know, love, or like, and trust you. Right. Um, and when you do that with written text, it's kind of, I mean, it's not impossible, but it's hard. It's hard to get them to get to know you. They don't get to hear your voice. They don't get to um, hear like the weird things, you know, that you say, or like all of these things that make you feel like you're getting to know somebody. Um, and the next step up from that, like before you get to video, because not everybody's comfortable with video is audio. And as soon as somebody hears your voice, they're, they're knowing you and liking you way quicker than they would with just a written blog post or Facebook post or whatever. So I think it's integral for almost every business to be utilizing audio, video, anything that can really amp up the text where it, that used to be what you could do. And now you can't really, you have to have that added factor. Um, so for me as a whole, I have, I co-host the all up in your lady business podcast. So I do that, um, which is a podcast. So it's audio only. Um, and it is a completely separate brand from my brand. So, um, we talk about 
like varying subjects, things I wouldn't normally, you know, discuss on my business stuff um, and really use it as a way, another form for people to find me and then to know me and like me. And then they get, get further in the process and trust me. So um, I use podcasting as an audio form. I also use Anchor. Um, and then I use, you know, like audio behind an image to put some things on YouTube. I've not done a lot of that yet, but I'm actually getting ready to do one in the next couple days because <laughs> so we, I recorded a video interview with somebody um, for them. Like they recorded it and their video messed up. So we only got the audio. Um, oh. So I'm going to put the audio yeah, it stunk. It was awful, but I'm gonna put the yeah, I'm gonna put the audio behind just an image that just you know is like here's what we did, and um, you can listen if you want and put that on YouTube. So just you know, and there's live face Facebook live audio, which is amazing, guys. When you do audio, you don't have to put pants on, and you don't have to wear makeup. And you don't like right, like yes. you can do it driving down the road. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So basically, I feel like you're saying that you're going to speed up the process of getting people to just drool over your brand, fall in love with what you're doing. And if you have fans, like if you, you know, speed up the process of making true fans, then what happens? Obviously, you have more people to buy your awesome products. You have more people to rave about the changes that's happening in their life because your business is providing those results for them. So it just speeds up the process of growth. It really does. And, and I always have it in like a four level, like tiered thing. So if you're going to want to sell to somebody and get them to go through the no like and trust factor for you or with you, the slowest form of that is going to be text, text only, um, just putting out blog posts, putting out Facebook posts, that kind of thing. The second, the second form to get them even quicker, yep, is audio. And then the third form is video because think about that, right? Like if they're just seeing your, or they're just hearing your voice, think about how much quicker they get to know you if they see your face right. on video, right? Right. And then the fourth form or the fourth tier is meeting in person and in-person networking. So if you can, if you can take a step above just the written text and get into any of those other um, avenues or tiers, you're going to like escalate the process so much more. Yeah. And I think also audio definitely plays a role in just your confidence level. Like start even starting this podcast for me, I am such a better speaker, like because of this podcast, like for instance, I'm going to LA in November. And so because I've, I have, I really like honed my skills on this podcast of speaking, being able to speak efficiently on things and not ramble, you know, learning all of these awesome things. Well, now when I get to LA and I'm speaking at this event, the Systems Mastery event, I'm not going to ramble as much. I'm going to be more effective whenever I'm speaking. I'm going to, I know how to outline because I do this every day with my podcast. And so if you have some kind of audio strategy, you're kind of setting yourself up to be even like a leader of the podcast. And actually you really... You do become a leader. I've been so surprised at how many people, for me, like I've been on coaching calls, like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited that I'm talking to you. I listen to your podcast every day. I feel like you're a celebrity. I'm like, I am not a celebrity, but because I have a podcast, because I'm out there on audio every day, you know, people kind of put you on a pedestal. And then because they put you on a pedestal, you're seen as that leader and then your brand grows even quicker and they they want to share the word about you. It's 
it's just amazing how much it can really speed up the process. It really can. And it's, you're so right. Like we get that all the time through the podcast too. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't like, I love <laughs> to listen to your podcast. And we're like, thanks. But yeah. it's really funny where you talk about the like gaining confidence. And that's so true. I say the same thing about video too. Like it, it just kind of escalates your confidence. Like you don't worry about the little like ticks you have in your voice or the little ticks you have on camera or whatever. And it's funny because Jacqueline and I joke all the time. It, we, we cannot physically go back and listen to the first few episodes oh. of our podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because we were so nervous and we were so like, like we had like nervous laughter. It was ridiculous. And we have a lot of laughter anyway. So you added nervous laughter and it was like <laughs> insane. So we just don't listen, but we have gotten so much better. We don't even edit our podcast hardly at all now. That's so unless some kind of, yeah, unless some kind of technical issue comes up or, you know, somebody drops off or something like we don't, we don't edit the podcast. So yeah, like it's, it's, you just get more confident and you're like, who cares that I just stumbled over my words? Who right. cares that I just said, um, or whatever, you know, you just, yeah. you just roll with it. Yeah, exactly. You just roll with it. And just having that confidence, you're like, eh, whatever. And then you're human. It also shows kind of the human side of you too because – and you can tell when your audio is super edited. And I know that when I, – I've been on coaching calls with people and they're like, well, I don't know if I want to do that because then I'm going to have to sit there and edit everything every time I mess up. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't have to do that because if you, if you do edit all of those things, all of those imperfections out, then first of all, you'll be able to tell that it's all edited. But second – you know, you, I mean, it's, it's choppy. It just, it's obvious. But second of all, it's relates you to your audience. When I see someone mess up, even like Gary V, he's the epitome, right? But he says like every other freaking word, but it's just mm -hmm. him. And yeah, it's a little imperfect thing in his speech, but it kind of relates you to him. And you're like, he's not the perfect speaker ever. Is he good? Yes. He's so good, <laughs> but he's not the perfect speaker. And then it's relatable. Exactly. No, I completely agree. And I love that you brought up Gary Vee. He's like my, I don't know what, but I love Gary Vee. amazing. <laughs> I saw your YouTube video on, uh, on him. So I knew you were obsessed with him too. <laughs> I am. I am. Anybody who's going to talk to me that straight, mm -hmm. because that's how I talk to people. Yep. Like I will always love them and follow them and all the things. Yes. Oh, yes. I need the straight talk. I don't want to be sugar-coated. I don't want you to pat me on the back. I want you to tell me how it is. It's cool. I completely <laughs> I can take it. agree. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so podcasting, I know we've kind of been focusing more on podcasting, and it, it can seem a little overwhelming, but that's why I wanted to bring in Anchor over here. And guys, Jessica is just killing it on Anchor, and that's why I'm so excited that she's here, because I'm not. And so that's why I needed Jessica uh, to answer all of these questions. And I know that audio is just a huge, huge bonus in your business, and I'm excited about this app because Anchor makes it so much easier. You don't have to deal with the tech side of iTunes, and you don't have to deal with as much editing. You don't have to do all that stuff. And I don't know, it just, it just makes it a lot easier. So for those that haven't heard of Anchor, let's just start there. Um, can you describe what Anchor is? Yeah, so Anchor is like a micro-podcasting app. So you record five-minute or less clips and put them out on the app, um, and they can just live on the app, or you can actually publish them to iTunes, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, so with, with that, though, 
you also have like a 24 hour bank, just like Instagram stories or Snapchat. So anything you put out in 24 hours is active during that 24 hours and then it archives. So people can or can't listen depending on how you have your settings. Um, so it, it's really cool because you can have expiring content if you don't want to save it. You can have content that you do save and then publish to iTunes or just keep on your anchor station. But it's micro podcasting, five minutes or less. It helps you like get your thoughts out very quickly because you don't have time to, you know, oh, I have 45 minutes to get this out. Nope, right. you've got five minutes or less. And you can string together multiple five-minute clips um, and make a longer episode, but, you know, you can use it either way. Yeah. So how are you using Anchor specifically in your business? Yeah. So it's actually funny because I do feel like Anchor has died down quite a bit um, so <laughs> since, yeah, since it's, it kind of popped when, yeah. so Natalie Frank, um, the leader of the Rising Tide Society, actually like p posted about it and said how much she loved it. And then um, everybody jumped on it. And so it's, it's, it's kind of died down, but I actually think it's, it's still okay because there's still people on there listening. It's not like Periscope. Everybody didn't delete the app off their phone. Right. There's still like people there listening and it'll still have those pops in there and people will randomly find you. I get notifications every day that, you know, I have like a new favorite or whatever. Um, but so for me, I am going in like a couple times a week at this point. It, it was every day, but it's not now. Um, so a couple times a week and just diving in a little bit into marketing and systems and strategy. So um, for me, usually what I do is I publish a YouTube video on Mondays and Thursdays. And those same days, I also put, we also publish the podcast. So I will generally take five minutes and talk about whatever it was that I published that day. So for instance, yesterday, I think I published, um, what was the, oh, don't boost Facebook ads or don't boost Facebook posts oh my and what to do instead. Yeah. And yeah. so I might get on anchor and talk about like why boosting is bad and yeah. point them towards the video to teach them what you should do instead. So I use it as an offshoot to get people to my content. So it's, it's just kind of like a small version of content. And then I point them, I tell them where to go after that. So that's, that's how I'm using it. Okay, perfect. Okay. And you're just doing that maybe two times a week or so. Mm -hmm. I am right now. Yeah. At first it was once a day and I do think you can benefit, um, from doing it once a day because it's, it's that expiring platform, just like Instagram stories. Um, and I think it's good if you can do it that much. Um, it's just that I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit with it. I've had a lot of like, you know, just busy times. And so, but what's really awesome about it is I'll think, Oh, I haven't recorded an anchor in a couple of days. I'm driving to my kid's soccer practice. Let me go ahead and record exactly. one because it's so easy. Right. Yeah, exactly. And like for me, for instance, you know, I was doing episodes like whenever my podcast would come out, I would kind of just recap the podcast episode, kind of hit the highlights and then say, okay, marketbeautifully.com slash iTunes. Or if you have an Amazon Echo, just say, Alexa, play the Market Beautiful Switch. Hold on now, my Echo's about to play. I forgot it was turned on. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, I had to unplug Alexa there. She's about to pull it up for us. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I was using it, but 
I think that even if people aren't on Anchor specifically, just the fact that you can publish it to iTunes and then push people from Instagram stories or your Facebook group to iTunes, it's okay if people aren't on the Anchor app because everyone's on iTunes. iTunes is here to stay. So even if Anchor is not the most active app, which it definitely was with that pop, but now that it has died down, you can still use it strategically by connecting it to iTunes or sharing that Anchor content to Facebook, which is kind of like repurposing those audio clips. So I feel like let's just get into that. How do you specifically repurpose that audio clip that you have on Anchor? Sure. So um, sometimes I will take it and put it behind an image with the app Wave, which is W-A-V-V-E. I think it's .co. I, I don't know. But anyway, it's two Vs. It's Wave with two Vs. And you can sign up for an account and then you can have like a photo um, and put audio behind the photo. And it has those cool um, sound wave graphics that go on top of it. So a lot of podcasts use that for their um, you know, their publication of their podcast and give you like a little one minute snippet. So I'll do that. I'll put my anchor behind that um, and then publish it on, you know, my Facebook page or in my group or on Instagram. I've definitely done that before as well. Um, another way is anchor actually right after the pop came out with videos. So what it does is it takes your anchor broadcast or whatever they call it and it transcribes it and turns it into a video that just kind of shows the words over the screen. It doesn't really, yeah, it's really cool. It doesn't, it's not like a video video, it's just showing the words. Um, so that's another way to repurpose it. I haven't used that one because it can't understand me. So, um, <laughs> like every other word I was having to change because it just was not picking up my accent. And so I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'll just put the audio behind something. But also, you know, you can you can absolutely do a written post in Facebook and then link to your anchor episode or to iTunes or whatever because you, you know, you want to lead people almost in a circle, right? Like this content should lead to this content, should lead to this content, should lead to that content and it should go around in a circle. So if you're telling them on Facebook, hey, go check out my anchor station, they're going to get enamored by hearing your voice, right? Because right. it is such a cool point of touch for people. And they're going to be like, oh, let me listen to all of these she has. And then from there, they'll kind of go where you tell them to. Yeah. So yeah, those are all the ways that I think you can and should repurpose your anchor clips. Yeah, you can embed them anywhere too, right? I mean, you could embed them mm -hmm. in a blog post. You could put them anywhere you want. You can. You have to. What's really weird, though, uh, about Anchor, it has to be um, after that 24-hour period, it has to be in your archives before you can embed it or download it, which is really weird to me. I don't know why. Um, yeah. And even if you make it an episode, you can't download it. Hmm. So it's really strange. Yeah, that but is strange. It, it's very, I think that's one of their like more strange features. I'm not really sure what the point is. Maybe they're just trying to keep people on the app, um, you know, and not like lead them off. But yes, once, once it's been 24 hours, you can grab the um, download code or the embed code or whatever and embed it in a blog post or, um, you know, download it and share it directly as an audio file somewhere. So yeah. So the big thing is if someone is listening to your Anchor episode or your Anchor clip or whatever it is, 
I feel like a big thing is call to action. Is so for every single anchor episode you have, you have to make sure you always have a call to action at the end, at the beginning, and a point to what you're saying because you know you only have five minutes, obviously. Um, but you need to make sure that whatever you are saying, you can fit in that call to action because, like, let's say, like Jessica said, they fall in love with your voice. They want to listen to all these episodes, but you leave them nowhere. Well, then where are they going to go? They're just going to stay on the app. They're going to leave the app. And then they're, they may not even, they may forget, you know, people have busy lives. And so by having that call to action, I feel like that would, that's a really good strategy to have within each anchor clip that you have. That way you are leading them somewhere off the app to your Instagram account or to your actual podcast on iTunes or, you know, wherever that is. For sure. And it's actually really funny. So I got a ton of followers from Anchor when it did pop. Um, People who hadn't ever heard of me. Um, Because like Natalie Frank, I think, um, had shouted me out and then some other stuff. And so I got a ton of people who hadn't ever heard of me who found me on Anchor. And if I wouldn't have taken them off of Anchor and put them somewhere else, then with this like decline in Anchor, they wouldn't like I wouldn't be doing anything with them. Um, but yes, after every video, if it makes, or every video, every audio, if it makes sense for me to point them towards the thing I'm talking about, that's what I do. Um, if it is like just a generic anchor, like I just had something on my mind and I wanted to share it. Um, I always ask them to go follow me on YouTube because it's a big focus for me right now. So I always say, hey, like, if you like this, like I share more uh, marketing and systems strategy tips over on YouTube, go find me there and um, give the URL. So, yeah, I always give some way for them to find me otherwise. And if I'm doing some type of webinar or workshop or something where they can sign up, I make sure I title the episode with the link for them to sign up because the titles are clickable when you have a link in there. Whoa, that is yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You're I so know. Smart, I was Jessica. like, wow, that's click. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, when I first did it, I was like, I'm just going to try it because I had no yeah. clue if they were clickable or not. And they totally are. So I always just like copy and paste the oh link or God. type it however yeah. That's so easy. So then you can just say, click the title of this anchor episode. Oh my gosh. Exactly. That probably conversion exactly. rate probably increases by a lot. I was going to say an exact percentage, yeah, yeah. but I don't feel like this is a percentage moment. I have no idea, but that's awesome. Yeah, no, I guarantee it, it increases it because, you know, you got to make it easy for people, right? Like oh, yeah. keep it simple, stupid, because <laughs> yeah. you got to, to keep it easy for people or they're not going to do it. So letting them be able to click a link on like in the title of the episode is so much easier for them than having to listen to you say the link and go in and type it. Yeah. Are there any other tips that you found on Anchor that have helped with conversion rates? So, um, one is like making an actual episode. So stringing multiple five minute clips together because those episodes stay for forever. So, um, you can say like, I want to add this episode and this episode and this episode in to an episode, you know, like an episode and making that title clickable as well. Um, really big thing. So when it did pop, I was in the top 20 the whole time. Um, and a big thing for that was, I was constantly publishing call-ins. I was constantly in like publishing content. So even if that day it was like, I just published a content or a con, a call-in and then answered their question. Um, 
that was still enough content for Anchor to be like, oh, she's doing a really good job, right? So just constantly being consistent with it, just like with anything, being consistent in some way, shape, or form, and then making those links clickable and calling into people's stations. And like, before you ask your question, you only have a minute. So when you call into someone's station, you only have a minute, but take the first like 10, 15 seconds and um, tell them who you are and what you do. And that way, when they publish the call in, people will be like, oh, I need that in my life. Let me go find her. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, let's talk about call-ins. So you, let's say you call into my station. So you only have a Mm -hmm. minute to call in. So it wouldn't actually be us talking. It would be you publishing an audio clip to my station under my call-in thing. And then I decide whether it goes on my station or not. Yes, exactly. So you will get like a list of call-ins. So if someone's called in, you'll see it and you can listen. And if if you want to answer it, there's no good way to reply. So the best way to answer it is to go ahead and publish it to your station and then publish an answer to their question directly after. So it notifies them that you published their call in and they come back and they're like, oh, maybe she answered my question and they listen to the clip afterwards. Okay, I apologize to anyone that has called into my station because I listen to them and then I have no idea what to do with them. And I, okay, I did not play around with Anchor too long. I just published a few content episodes because I wanted to know that way if anyone asked I would at least know but since I have this podcast I kind of just put on the back burner but people were calling into my station and they were thanking me for this these audio clips and I wanted to say thank you for calling in or follow up with them and I had no idea how to do it and so I just yeah there's not a good way I think that's another thing that Anchor needs some help on is being able to just send a quick a quick reply to them and without having to go through that process because at this point it's either yeah it's either you publish it on your station and answer them after or then you go to their station and call in Mm -hmm. to them like that's really your only two options which is not super user friendly so hopefully they'll figure something out there who knows Yeah, well, I would love a reply feature because that definitely would make it easy. But that makes sense. Okay, so calling in wise, your strategy is calling into other stations. Fifteen sec, your first fifteen seconds is telling them who you are. What would you? What do you say? Like for the rest of that call in, what does that look like? So a lot of times, what'll happen is people on Anchor will publish content and ask for questions. So um, one of the guys that I follow, I'm actually going to his event um, at the end of the month, but it's Tim Smoyer, and he is a big YouTuber, um, and he teaches YouTube strategy. So he'll ask, like, how do you guys feel about, like, the YouTube changes, or how do you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I'll publish a call-in, or I'll call in, and I'll say, hey, this is Jessica Stansberry. Um, I'm a marketing and systems strategist, and you can find me at jessicastansberry.com. And I feel X, Y, or Z about the thing you asked about. And that's it. Yeah. And so then if he publishes it so that he can answer me, there's my name, there's what I do, and there's my URL in the first 10 seconds of the clip. And so if somebody wants to know more about me or see my channel or whatever, they can do that there. Um, But a lot of times just answering a question or or giving feedback on someone's episode is the best thing you can do. Nice. So that's kind of a way to get followers because I found that that was it was kind of hard to 
figure out, okay, what's the best way to get followers? Besides obviously going on your Instagram account, Facebook groups, all that stuff, getting followers. But like within the app, I found it a little bit difficult to get followers from within the app. So I love that strategy of calling into stations. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. And I got a ton of followers when it first started, but I also sent a lot of people to the app. So um, what happened, yeah, I did. I did. And so I had like these hundreds of people coming to this app and following me. Then that caused Anchor to put me in the top 20, which then grew my following even more. So it was just, it was kind of a, you know, who like chicken and egg situation because I definitely had the followers first and then drove them over. Then that helped me get more. Um, But as far as like getting followers on there, putting keywords, searchable keywords in your title, um, just the same as you would like with anything else. So because on Anchor, you can go in and search for key terms. So I could search for business or marketing or, um, you know, whatever, YouTube, whatever. And because of that, if you put key terms in your title, it's going to show up. So you want to use key terms in the titles of your episode, as well as like the description of your account. So that that way, when people type in looking for that thing, you come up and then they'll want to follow you. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. And also, I, I have one more question because the whole follower thing. I know you kind of had a solution to this, but at the beginning when I was on, how do I how do I even know how many followers I have? And so you had a solution. And I think it was within the email, right? Yeah, it's within an email, which is really weird. Um, and it was going to my junk folder, so I had to like dig for it. Oh. But um, every at the end of every day. Anchor sends you an update with how many um, followers you got and how many like call-ins or hearts or whatever they call them. What are they're not hearts? It's not Periscope. Um, <laughs> like claps. That's what it is. It claps. Um, but they send you that at the end of every day, so I can look back and see how many followers I had on day one, day two, day three, and I can kind of see from there how many I have now. Okay. Okay. See, that makes it nice because I know a lot of people are numbers people. They want to be able to track the numbers and see, okay, is this is this even growing? Because if it's not growing, then why am I here? If you are wanting to be more of like a leader in your niche or your area, then audio is, is obviously the place for you. Let's say you own a digital shop for art prints. Well, then you could use Anchor by talking to your target audience. So you could say maybe a different technique that you learned or maybe a few like house decor tricks that you've learned um, to put a digital print in some place and then lead them back to your shop because you have $7 downloadable prints that they can use, you know, little things like that. But, and then like if you're a fashion boutique, online fashion boutique, you could use audio to do three minute fashion tricks or I'm making these up off the top of my head, but you could use audio for a lot of different things, but you may find that your audience is not there yet. Like your audience may not want to listen yet. It just depends. I feel like on the area, like I'm from Arkansas. There are not a lot of people on Anchor in Arkansas, right? And so it, if you're a more local business area, I just feel like it all depends, but I definitely suggest at least testing it out, give it a go, and just really, really dive in because like Jessica said, you could really blow up on this platform. It is, it's not newer, it's been along, it's been around for a while, but because it's just now kind of getting more popular, there's a lot of room to grow on Anchor. 
And so I say go for it. Get your followers on Anchor and, and go get them addicted to your content over there. Totally. And a lot of times, like, no, you're not going to convert people to an app that they could care less about, right? Like, right. you're not going to convert your followers to Anchor just because you're on Anchor. But you might not, you know, you might be driving down the road and want to share something with your people. And so it's a really easy platform to do that part and then just share the link wherever your people do hang out. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also a big proponent of getting your username <laughs> in anything like this. So yes. because it's fairly new, at least go on and sign up and get your like social media handle so that if, if you decide you want to use it or if it does blow up again or whatever, then you've got it and nobody, you're not having to like fight it um, or whatever. Like I do on Instagram and YouTube and all the things. Yes. Although yes. that's more because my name is too long. That's not because somebody I else fall has into it. That it's just too long. Too. <laughs> like on Pinterest, I had to cut off the last three letters. I'm like, this looks so weird. Yep. 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 I can't be Jessica Stansberry anywhere because it's entirely too long. Well, I'm so excited that you have come on and talked about Anchor because I really feel like this is such a powerful app. Even if you do not get in-app listens, you can use these audio, audio clips. You can repurpose them to do so many creative things in your business that maybe some people in your niche aren't even doing uh, and using as a strategy. And so it puts you above. It makes you a leader. It, it just does so many things. So thank you so much, Jessica, for sharing all of your awesome audio wisdom with us. <laughs> Where can people find you? Where can people go and hang out with you? Sure. So thank you for having me, Haley. Um, everybody can find me at jessicastansberry.com, and that's stansberry, like the strawberry.com. <laughs> um, and um, I'd love for you guys to follow me on YouTube. It's just youtube.com forward slash LLC. And all of those links are going to be in the show notes along with Wave, Anchor, and the Anchor video app. So you'll get all those uh, all those links there. Just go to marketbeautifully.com slash podcast, and, uh, and we'll have all that in the show notes. So thanks again, and I'm glad we got to do this. Yes, thank you so much.